In the name of Jesus. Amen. The text for the devotion is taken from Matthew chapter 5, the verses 17 and 18. Do not think that I have come to abolish the law and the prophets. I have not come to abolish them, but to fulfill them. For truly I say to you, until heaven and earth pass away, not an iota, not a dot will pass from the law, until all is accomplished. Dear friends, what is the relationship between Jesus, on the one hand, and the law and the prophets on the other? In our text, Jesus answers this question. He says that he is the fulfillment of the law and the prophets. Jesus' declaration here has two parts. On the one side, he did not come to abolish them, the law and the prophets, but to fulfill them. Firstly, Jesus did not come to abolish the law and the prophets. That means that there is continuity between the law and the prophets and Jesus. Jesus does not come to nullify everything that came before him. In fact, he sharpens the law. He does not come up with new laws, rather he reveals to us the true meaning of the law. He makes us see the full force of the law. In the verses following our sermon text, Jesus sharpens the law to such an extent that we simply cannot run away from the law anymore. Jesus says, You have heard what it was said to those of old, You shall not murder, and whoever murders will be liable to judgment. But I say to you that everyone who is angry with his brother will be liable to judgment. Jesus makes it clear to us that keeping the law of God is a matter of the heart. Even our thoughts, our thoughts of anger, are already a breaking of God's law. Firstly, there is therefore continuity between Jesus and the law and the prophets. Jesus sharpens the law. He does not abolish it. However, secondly, there is something different about the ministry of Jesus, something new. Jesus is what Moses and the prophets all pointed to. Moses and the prophets find their fulfillment in Jesus. When Jesus began his public ministry in his hometown, he read from the scroll from the prophet Isaiah. And after reading from the scroll, he said, Today this scripture has been fulfilled in your hearing. All of what the prophets and Moses wrote is fulfilled in Jesus. At the end of Luke's Gospel, Jesus explains to the disciples of Emmaus, O foolish ones and slow of heart to believe, slow to believe all that the prophets have spoken. Was it not necessary that the Christ should suffer these things and enter into his glory? And beginning with Moses and all the prophets, he interpreted to them all the scriptures, in all the scriptures, the things concerning himself. Oh dear friends, how we would have loved to be one of those disciples from Emmaus. And were, how, how, would we, how much would we want to have been part of that conversation and to listen to Jesus interpret the scriptures and how they point to him. We can only imagine what he spoke about. Maybe he spoke about the ceremonial temple practices and how all the sacrifices at the temple pointed to his sacrifice on the cross. Or about how God's promises were fulfilled in him. God promised to send an offspring of Eve's who will crush the head of the serpent. And an offspring of Abram's will come, who will be a blessing for all the world. All of this was fulfilled in Jesus. And because Jesus has fulfilled the law, we as Christians no longer need to perform regular sacrifices in the temple anymore. Christ has become our ultimate once and for all sacrifice. He is the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. We are also no longer bound by dietary laws which 
are were related to the temple practice and of staying and remaining and becoming ritually clean. It is now the blood of Jesus that makes us clean and gives us the full assurance to enter into God's presence. However, God's moral law remains. This moral law is captured in the Ten Commandments and is summarized even further by Jesus. Love God and love your neighbor. Our adhering to God's law is as imperfect as it is, is however not done in, as an attempt to earn salvation. That Jesus has already accomplished. His fulfilling and his keeping of the law by his perfect suffering, uh, life, suffering and death on the cross is what we place our faith in, not in our own keeping of the law. Our keeping of God's law is a spirit-worked fruit of the faith. We gladly love God and our neighbor because God has loved us by giving his son to die for us so that all who believe in him should not perish but have eternal life. Let us pray. Lord Jesus Christ, with us abide, for round us falls the eventide. O let your word, that saving light, shine forth and dimmed into the night. Stay with us, Lord, and keep us true. Preserve our faith our whole life through. Your word alone, our heart's defense, the church's glorious confidence. Amen.